0: I wanted to have a conversation with you guys. Um, I have obviously been investigating the Danielle Cohn situation for a while. After putting out some footage that we had unedited for a potential documentary around Danielle's life, um, I started to receive a ton of comments asking if this was just for views or what's gonna happen next. Um, today I've invited Mikey and Katie Tua to come have a conversation um, and a discussion about this. Um, for background, some of the topics that we're going to discuss are very sensitive. Um, trigger warning, you know, if you feel uncomfortable, there are opportunities to seek help. And, you know, we're here. If you want to reach out and DM us, we'll kind of point you in the right direction. Um, I want to preface that this is not an easy conversation, um, and these topics are often very sensitive. Um, I also would like to say that this morning, I was woken up with death threats for doing this interview um, and beyond that. So. With that being said, um, we'll kind of dive into things. Michael Wiest is a social media entrepreneur, a producer with vast experience in the recording and documentary world. He represents influencers who have a combined total of more than 400 million followers. He also worked with Danielle Cohn
1: for some period of time. What's up
0: guys? It's Danielle here. Welcome back to my channel. I'm back with another video this week. So many issues here. Child porn, the exploitation of children for financial gain, attracting predators to watch, and creating drama yeah. and harm a bad, right? to a child. Yeah. Danny, show them your, your body so they can be quiet. I
2: hadn't done so much research about Danielle. I didn't know that there was so many people had opinions about this young woman. Because the one thing that I will say is that Danielle is a sweet girl.
0: Well, I'm going to leave Nashville. And I'm like, is that what you want? We just had a whole different conversation. She's like, no, I want to support my mom. I think that she needs, I, I should be able to provide for my family. And I'm like... Your mom just literally convinced you that you're supporting your family, and that that's the right thing to do, and your heart's so big that you you think that that's the right thing to do, but it's in reality your mom is manipulating you. That is what breaks my heart.
1: You know they don't really have a lot of proof for me because I just I just don't care. Like, I really I know deep down like what goes on in my life. And, yeah, exactly. Like, the only really thing that matters is that I know and the people close to me know. So yeah. I really don't care what the internet thinks.
0: Katie, Mikey, thank you both for being here with me today uh, and being willing to share your story. Absolutely. So before we kind of jump into things, um, I wanted to chat with you about some communication I received this morning um, that I think sets the tone for this. Um, so about 8 o'clock this morning, my phone rings. Oh,
1: what date is it?
0: What is today? Today is March 9th. 9th.
1: Okay, so at this point, me and... You know who have not been together for how many months now, and you're still receiving text messages about. Oh yeah, similar to we filmed me the f- or... I think
0: the first thing in August, and communication is still coming through. Um, this one is a bit different. What a joke. Um, also this is <laughs> great timing. I think her 18th birthday was recent, but um, <clears throat> before we jump into yeah, that, or sweet 16, right? Um, so I received. <laughs> Like, 18 phone calls from this unknown number, which is a New York number. Um, I did not answer, because I'm just like, maybe it's a fan who got my number, whatever. Then I received the following text messages, which um, has explicit language and may trigger. So, you're a push fuck that that's why you don't answer your phone. You're also stupid. Misspelled your. Do not mention Gavin, Mag, Us, or Piper, Raquel, or any entities. You will be getting a cease and desist along with your stupid fuck. Fat predator asked Katie Tua, thank God we have the power to fucking destroy you if you take one step towards my family or my likeness. Be careful who you are dealing with because you don't shit. You are a bad boy, a gangster, but be motherfucking careful. You can tell that fat lady Piper and her empire ain't going nowhere. And she's just about to get her channel back. You fucking dumb fuck. I said, it's 8 a.m. Who is this? LOL. LOL. (laughs) <laughs> they say, oh, little boy, wake the fuck up. Your worst motherfucking nightmare, misspelled your
1: again. It's Teresa Magnus, S- I can tell you.
0: Stay away from kids, Piper and Gavin, or anything about them. Those are hardworking motherfuckers, not you and Juice Crate motherfucking influencers. You're a fucking joke. Again, misspelled your. I have my own interview with Chris, and we're going to interview on Crenshaw. That is what I'm assuming is a death threat. Like I don't know. Chris is not going to Crenshaw. <laughs> um keep talking you'll be getting a cease and desist shortly and you will be in prison not tiffany's she's the one she's the good one your little katie to a friend Aw, i got everything on her her abusing children i literally said who is this lol her fucking hurting kids her daycare was shut down try gavin or piper or his connections try us try one time motherfucker to mention his name at all or katie do it i said you do not scare me but clearly you scared they said shut the fuck up you gay motherfucker. You ain't no hood bitch. You a gay rat gay fuck I literally said shut the fuck up fuck off. I'm literally putting all of these in the video <laughs> They then go on more and saying cool. You'll be getting a cease and desist today Tell them Lamar sent it. You are dumb. I'm telling Chris everything I saw on Katie and her crew You can cease and desist up to you I don't know if that means I'm gonna cease and desist. Or I'm gonna send you a cease and desist whatever You fuck with the wrong people. <clears throat> these kids are fucked up that very quickly changed when I said speak English my god then they said, oh my god, gay shit.
1: I'm an idiot. You can't get a, you can't send someone a cease and desist for, for, without an address. Also they like, don't know your address. Cease what? What yeah, true. What? What the is fuck it? Is and how
0: does this conversation
2: have anything to do with them?
0: Right. I then I still don't know who this is. Um they then say, I send this to my attorney, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, whatever. It quickly changes after I say I would love to have an honest conversation with whoever you are, Piper and Gavin, about whatever this third side of the story is. They go on to say that there's this hidden side of the story, uh, which is several, several text messages. Uh, We can't wait for your fall and Katie's. The war is on. She's not destroying Piper. She's the very one that allowed Mikey, blah, blah, blah. I then say, I'm happy to interview Piper, Gavin, and you, whoever you are, still unnamed, uh, and have an honest conversation. They then say call, blah, blah, blah. They have not responded since the last message which is let's talk like what is it um however teresa magnus dm'd me on instagram and said what is your number right before i got these texts um and gavin has my number so i'm assuming this is coming from someone in the magnus or piper rock hill world which
1: i i actually received text messages very similar to that when um the whole piper when her account got demonetized
0: so that's something we haven't hit on um and it kind of takes a different direction but i would like to, to jump into it because i i'm curious to know how this has relevancy right like we're, we're talking about danielle Cohn. that's what yeah. we've been chatting about yeah. and and this story of how children in the industry are being fucking capitalized on and abused and and monetized in ways for no one's gain but the parents it seems um such as jen danny's mom that has very quickly ruffled some feathers. Um,
2: (laughs) With some other parents?
0: Yeah, and I don't know how it's relevant, but clearly there is some parents out there who are trying to stop this conversation from happening. Um,
2: I think that Danielle Cohn's mom, Jennifer, and Teresa Magnus have-
1: A lot in common.
2: Have had um, a new friendship has started. I think Mm. that they're working on some things, and again, I could be wrong, because I'm very removed from that situation, but I do believe that they're now friends, and maybe they're having conversations.
0: Interesting. So before we kind of move forward, I wanted to make you guys aware that, like, there are clearly people not wanting us to have this conversation. Um, and I think that's, that speaks a lot um, mm-hmm. to the nature of what we're trying to do here. Um, but before we get into that, I would love to just kind of have you guys introduce yourselves and give some background so that we can kind of introduce this, this narrative Um, And how it relates to you, Katie, as not only a mother, but a manager and someone who's been in this industry. And Mikey, someone who's started out in this industry and and seen a lot in a very short amount of time.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, hi, if you don't know who I am, I'm Mikey Tua. Um, And I moved to California when I was 13 years old to be an actor. Um, It's always my dream. Um, not so much anymore, but you know, when you're young, obviously you have dreams and my parents made that happen for me. They moved me out to California and, uh, then I got wrapped up in all this social media bullshit. And how old were you when you started? Um, I would say like I had, I had Instagram. Like when I moved out here, I had like 500 followers and I thought I was the shit. Um, (laughs) and uh, I, you know, I was going to my little dance, dance competitions and whatever, and I was getting recognized there and, like, whatever, um, off a dance, and then I moved out, when I moved out here is when I started taking it, like, more serious, so I would say around, like, 13, but, but not even, like, social media, seriously, like, I was just, like, Entertainment. Yeah, I was just, like, posting, like, what I would do during the day, um. So
0: you moved here when you were 13? Yeah. And Katie, what, I guess as a mother, what made you say, Let, let's do this as a family and, and move here and, and make that, that kind of leap of faith?
2: Um, hi, I'm Katie Tua. I'm Mikey's mom. I'm also Jojo's mom. Um, and then I work in the industry. I started out as a publicist and moved more into talent development management. Um, I, I had two kids and they loved dance and we were traveling all over for dance and They loved being on the stage. We were, at that point, we had been approached um, by some agents that were out in LA. I thought that they would be great for acting. And the boys were, you know, part of those conversations at these dance conventions, like that was the ultimate, you know, prize, not a trophy. Um, It was to get one of these meetings with agents. and they were approached by several of them. And I actually didn't know what to do because there was a few offers on the table and it was like, we didn't really know anybody in LA to be like, let me call my friend in LA to say, which one do you go with? So we actually left it up to the boys and they just were working so hard and nothing ever made them happier than to be in those dance classes on stages entertaining people making people happy yeah
1: i was gonna say that's really what it is is just entertaining people and i guess
0: what made the the decision to like switch from dance and and you to say okay you know we're gonna move to la make that leap of faith and then decide to go into social media and take that seriously
2: we had these two really sweet little boys that were just mom
0: and dad please but
1: but uh, but you said repeat that question you said to like when did you like when did I like start taking Yeah, it I serious? guess what was
0: the catalyst that made you say, "I'm gonna do social media. I'm gonna be an influencer." Okay,
1: well then let's just so jump if, into it. Then, yeah. um, basically, um, I started dating someone who was big, and I of of was, like, that was, like, her priority, and because we were together, like, it had, like, it was... bit of a of the say, lifestyle that Yeah, of just like yeah of a little yeah. of a was that? Was that Danielle? Yeah okay and... we were
2: doing it, but we were doing it before then yeah, um, right sure. so but we were very traditional when we came out here um, you know my husband and I made the decision that we that I would come out here with the boys and my parents they only lived like six houses away from us back home and no, so no, no. my my whole side of the family actually lived right on our same street so we made arrangements um their their grandparents actually sold their home and yeah. moved into our home and then um my my husband their dad was there with them so we actually made huge life changes for all of this to happen
0: right and that's a sacrifice that as a mother is probably challenging because stability you want to provide that for your children i'm sure it's scary
2: it was scary but we did it and it felt like the right it just felt like the right thing to do and when we came out here you know so all of our family was back in seattle and we really felt or i should say me and the boys really (sighs) felt like we wanted to be as pro productive as we possibly could during the day because so many people were making all these sacrifices to make what they wanted to do be a reality.
0: Right. And
2: so originally, in the beginning, um, the boys were so awesome in the beginning. We just did social media very
0: to the minimum to the minimum
2: right like if so we would think you needed
0: page. to amplify your portfolio as like yeah. a dancer and entertainer yeah, Yes, right so exactly. we were making that
2: transition from them being dancers to now dancing on screen for commercials and um and then in tv shows and that is what transitioned them into more acting
0: was that the vision mikey to to move into acting so the plan was to move into yeah. la and kind of vision you know yourself into an well kind of
1: kind of just yeah just see where where the dance takes me like, okay what like and that's what and, the agents had said to us yeah, is
2: that you start
1: you start off with dancing and then you, the you maybe thing. maybe start going into music maybe start going and you that. discovered that you needed then,
0: social media <clears throat> to help sell yourself yeah exactly right. and and, the and an agent or
1: uh, it, like, uh, casting directors and stuff they look at your social media and like make sure you had like a clean image and stuff like that right
2: so we kept it very so. clean very traditional but it wasn't the priority yeah. the priority was always
1: acting, classes, acting classes, dance classes, classes dance
2: classes we would go to like five auditions a day and that's back when there was MapQuest. I, <laughs> I, I
1: map would, quest sometimes
2: right and we, the boys would print it off i, I and was we,
1: even i was even doing um like uh extra work like yes, yeah like, like background he, absolutely. yeah to, to really, help make like some money to like help we, out as much we as very much like so
2: try to be hardworking and right. stay in the zone of not You know, we because I had done a lot of research before I had come out here, and I continued to do the research and read and educate myself to be the best that I could be for them to give them the supports that they needed. And so, you know, when you're on set, just you're supposed to be seen and not heard as a parent. Um, you know, they're they want the children, they don't want the parents. I followed all of the rules and I read everybody's books, and um, so it was very like we would have five auditions a day, the boys would. You know, print out the map quest. We'd go spend the whole day, um, you know, doing auditions, and then the boys were so amazing. They would print out like casting directors, and they would walk into these casting directors and shake their hands and hand them their resume. And hand wow, wow. Yes.
0: that's admirable. A lot of people don't do that anymore. And
2: that yeah. is actually how they got um, their theatrical agents. Um,
1: my brother. I'll just say, you guys are working your asses. My off. brother literally mm-hmm. hopped out of a moving car to walk on a, a set of. A movie or something that Seth Rogen was working on, and Seth Rogen and him had a conversation. That's actually how Joey got his agent. Uh, Commercial oh. agent was through Seth Rogen. That's was, great. That's cool. Yeah, that and
2: he, he was on set for like four hours. I mean, we were just hustling, doing
1: the what, most, the
2: most, but we were staying in our lane. And then um, it wasn't really until JoJo had um, he had this great opportunity. He had been up at, to the, the Disney execs a few different times, and it really came down to him and one other kid.
1: Star, star wars
2: and um at the end of the day they and it was it was the right choice but they went with a kid that was, <coughs> had higher numbers Sorry. and it was more well known so we were yeah. like okay we really should prioritize social media a little bit more yeah. so we started to add it as part of our daily routine when we would go to you know our but just
1: instagram like yeah, just musically instagram. musically was like really popular but, but i was just I, I didn't care about it Right. And at that saying, time,
0: that was, Musical.ly is now TikTok for those who don't know. Yeah, and yeah. I think that the culture, which is my next question, is, you know, at that time when you were starting, how was the culture, like, what were your first impressions as a mother? You know, you're starting to kind of do social media and you're you're learning some of the ins and outs of this space that is very niche and also very small, but also massive. You know, what what was the community like? What was the atmosphere? And what were I mean, your impressions? For me, it was...
1: I feel like in the beginning my mom literally would just sit in the car. She would not she didn't want to be involved. But you would
0: kind of spread your wings. Yeah, she, I
1: was
2: always right there. I she never She would left.
1: be literally right like if she would take us to like an event or like like uh, a birthday party with like influencers she would literally sit right out like right outside. And study. I actually yeah, I a lot about social media. Stuff.
2: Yeah. And I actually learned about the algorithms. Um I, I learned so much. Um, that it educated me a lot, but there was a part of me that I felt like was a little bit scary. Yeah. My boys were still
0: little.
1: You're jumping into it, a freaking ocean that you Head have, first. And you have no idea what's in there. Yeah. You know what
0: and what I guess, you know, and the, pa- and the
2: parents and stuff, I'm, I'm, I mean, listen, there's some really nice people out here.
0: Cause obviously there's like the world of dance moms, right? So I'm sure yeah. you're used to that. Um, mm-hmm. How did that, I guess, change, or did it change as you start to navigate with your sons going into social and and?
2: So the parents would actually come out. It was funny. So I'll mm. never forget Sebastian Topete's mom. She's very, very sweet, <sighs> and I remember that she would come out to the car and she'd knock on the window. I, yeah. She'd be like, "Katie, have you been sitting out here this whole time?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, Whoa, well, why, ha- why didn't you just come in?" I'm like, <laughs> "Oh no, I'm sitting in here with my blanket, reading my books, and." she was always very sweet and you know she would invite the boys to things there was a lot of really good moms that were very kind and um, my boys were likable they're likable boys they are social they're very comfortable in their own skin and so they were received well in that community which I know for some people can be very hard but I think for me I always had my guard up
0: as you should as a mother well
2: and I was always kind but I just didn't want to get involved because I wanted my boys to continue to stay motivated and focused for what we came out here for because the other thing was is that our family was living back home so I was only seeing um, my husband about every three months but the boys were only seeing their dad every once in a while Mm. because I would fly home like I would have my brother would fly out here and if the boys had a job and he would stay with the boys and then I'd go home to see Yeah, family. we wouldn't, we wouldn't see our, hard.
1: our dad for like s- eight, 6 7 months. Wow. It was very
2: hard. Especially when we had eight never months. spent a day away from them as a family. We had never yeah, spent a day away from each other. Yeah, definitely a
1: huge change. Yeah, it was it was huge. culture
2: shock. And then all of a sudden what changed most um, <clears> for us is that my husband because he wasn't here he was looking on social media, kind of to see, oh, okay, what's going on?
0: Outside looking in, kind of, yeah.
2: Absolutely, and or my family. He always yep. and he
1: always thought we were just like out partying, but like our like when I first started, like partying was like it's going and network, like that's Absolutely. what I Absolutely, do. and, the well, and they were well, they were little.
2: Yeah. I was sitting in a car, you know, out there, and but
1: my dad would call her and be like,
2: <laughs> he he would he'd be like, so wait a minute. You guys are at this, you know, Party? whatever we're at. And it's, it's, you know, midnight. And I'm like, LA is very different. You know, it's, um, they would go and they would do all their training. And then maybe, you know, they'd work for a few hours. And then afterwards, there was like, there's this whole culture about it um you then go and you at the time crave was really crave. i remember
0: the days or city walk or city City walk Walk. yes
2: so it was like they would walk around there and those places stayed up or they would go to city walk and then crave and so they were networking and and you
0: need to be at those places to meet other creators you know and and collab and i think that's definitely part of the culture that people don't often understand is is like a necessary part
2: absolutely and they and they were learning from these other kids as well And they made some really great relationships that, you know, as time goes on, just in life in general, we start evolving and going in different directions. But there are some really great ones that we still keep in contact with.
1: Yeah. You want to know something crazy? Frick, why am I blanking on his name? The first, like, big person that I ever met, like, when I first moved to LA, um, he... Oh, he plays in Jesse. What's his name? He passed away.
0: Oh, oh. yeah, Camera Cameron Boys. Cameron Boys. He yeah. was the
1: first person I ever met that was like popular. It was the coolest thing I thought. And I was I'm sure, sure as someone
0: aspiring, he was a role model or someone literally. to connect with. Yeah.
1: But but this is the thing is I see him on Disney Channel with like, you know, he he's like a kid. But when I saw him, he's like taking shots and like, <laughs> and like my parents literally like. Never let me cross the street at this point. like yeah. by myself like they were always with me I was still 13 like literally and I had gotten dropped off at this party with my cousins and stuff uh, We had like a few cousins that we ended up meeting out here, which is crazy small world. Anyway, um We go to this party and I walk in and he's the first person I see and we like make eye contact And I like I'm super shy I walk away and I actually ended up going and introducing myself and I'm just like, after I introduced myself, I just sat back and like watched and I'm like, this is not what I see on Disney Channel, like literally it's culture shock, I think literally is. everything well, is like so different like well, in we're real all life just than what like, right,
0: right, yeah. and I think you know, I guess in that way, that you know you kind of are discovering this world, is that somewhere that you get introduced to Danielle? How does that come about? How do we go from um, you know,
2: I'll tell you we I'll tell you because I'll never forget it. It was like. They, they met Danielle at a musically event at the Avalon. Yeah, it's called
1: it was called muser Movement and she was like I remember that. She was with Cole or what is what's his name? Galati. Cole Galati. Yep, yeah, I remember Cole. Dude, I don't know. And even... how old
0: were you at this point?
1: Young, right? Everyone young. fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. He was young. And then um she was like there was like a downstairs room where there's like dressing rooms and like that was for like the VIP musers and at this time again I don't do I don't do musically how many so followers did you have at that time Any idea? Like Not on musical.ly I had Day. like 15k on Instagram and zero musicly. yes but I was friends with like Hayden Summerall Caden Conoriki people that you've met around all, LA yeah. at this point point. and um, so we I had gotten like a all-access pass through them um. And Danny like had walked downstairs with Cole and she was like all over this kid, whatever. And, um.
2: She had the song, her song was popular.
1: Yeah, um, oh, Marilyn Monroe Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. And was popular And she had how many followers at this, at this, this point? What, I don't several million? Know. I yes. feel like she was just yeah. a
2: very big deal. Yeah. yeah, she was,
1: yeah, she was. I remember
0: even, you know, I was probably in a different world working with like Bryson Taylor and Larry at that point and yeah. Everyone was playing her song, um, which is quite funny. So I think yeah. she probably had to have several millions of followers at this point. Yeah, well, that's for how he, sure.
2: When he got in the car, because again, I sat in the car the whole entire time for the event. And um, when they got into the car, I'll never forget. He was trying to explain to me who he had met. And he's like, Mom, you know. He's like, the song, The Marilyn Monroe. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And I didn't, you know, I knew the song. Yeah. But I didn't really know who she was so uh, pretty early on
1: they had met and um, I had asked for her like snapchat or something I think yeah and she like she was like no but then apparently um like she was like telling her brother because I also met Chad the same day and I was like came with her and I was like cool with Chad at, at the beginning and Chad was or and she was like begging her brother to like tell me to come over and like, which is like super weird. Um, and then, and then, um, yeah, I ended up not going. I had to go with my mom or I ended up going to Crave actually after that. Um,
0: so fast forward from this event, how do we go from, you know, you kind of are starting to enter this world of social media. You've met Danielle. Um, I guess what were your first impressions of that? And then What happened next, right? Like, how do you go from from meeting this girl into the world of Danielle Cohn?
2: They definitely would see each other at events.
1: Yeah, I didn't didn't see her for a while after that. Like, probably like four or five months, six months maybe. And it was at another event, which was a Rock Your Hair event. Mm -hmm. And at this time, she was with Sebastian Topete.
2: They weren't dating, but they were together. I actually have the picture, I think, still. Oh, she was in a blue dress. Yeah, and there's a picture of her in a blue dress, and she got Sebastian on one side, and she got Mikey on the other.
1: Yeah, and um, the
2: infamous picture,
1: and yeah, so I asked her for a snap again there, and she gave it to me, and then, um, then I I I didn't like ever hit her up, like I just had her on snap, and then um, like fast forward, I don't know how long. Seven her were together for to oh, be Give honest. or
2: take it was about a year and during okay. that I, I'm just gonna say that I during think it was that,
1: I think it was shorter. I think it was like six months n-
2: It, it, it definitely yeah, really? it's way closer. Yeah, it was definitely yeah, more of a attention. year and I really care during that time um, And the only reason that uh, there was a few events that happened that really stick in my mind She filmed two music videos during she that did. time that they were dating one was at the beach
1: Oh and, yeah, she would she would like hit me up to like be in these music videos. Yeah, so too. JoJo, and
2: Mikey both were in this music video at the beach, and oh
1: yeah, we did end up doing and it. And she
2: would snap him here and there, but she was dating Sebastian. So Mikey just thought, oh, she's a friend. And as a mom, I'm here to tell you that Mikey thought
0: she was pretty.
1: But I actually
0: right, what made you hit her up? I guess or what, Why did you ask for her snap? You just saw
1: interest, yeah. networking? Nah, just networking. Like okay. she, you know what I'm saying? Like she, um, she was doing her thing. And but I, but I like,
2: after the after the second event the rock your hair event he thought she was pretty but he yeah, still definitely. wasn't mature like boys i think take a little bit longer he thought she was pretty but he was like i don't think he re- recognized it what he that was be right right what it could turn yeah. into yeah and so sure. he was in he was in the one video oh, right there. so he was in they oh, were in just, that music i got video. asked
1: to be in the other one but i didn't go
2: which one
1: the one with the basketball scene. Everybody Absolutely.
2: Told. You were there. And remember, you went out to eat. And because Uncle Bubba came home and said that there was an issue at the dinner. Oh. There was an issue at the dinner. And it was because Seb caught Danielle looking at you.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she was wearing these, like, um, you, know those, you know, here. those music videos. I'm going to dinner.
2: Mom remembers everything.
1: You know, these, you know those pants that, like. Like, um, they're like really tight, and then they flare at the bottom, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, like leggings, whatever, yeah, I know, uh, I just yeah, i just, I was not weird, there. it just popped in my head <laughs> all That's I know so is when crazy. my brother
2: got back with the boys, um, he was like, sis, he was he just he said. I don't know what's going on, but there clearly was some argument, and it definitely had. To oh be yeah, they Mikey.
1: they broke up. They definitely broke up at that dinner. That. Yes,
2: yeah. and my wow. my yeah. poor brother was just he was my brother would come out here, um, you know, whenever I needed extra help um, during. A,
1: a, my mom, my mom is also very sick with lupus and Hashimoto's.
2: I did. I found out that I at that, at that time I didn't know what I was sick with, but it was just starting, and um, I so he came out here and he. <sighs> Poor guy, he he's like I don't know what was going on. He's like toward the end of the dinner, he just told the boys like meet him in the car. He went out to the car,
1: and so there was. I definitely do remember it being super uncomfortable. And
2: every time it felt like there's a few times that if she was having issues in her current relationship at the time, she would reach out to Mikey. Okay. And Mikey was friends with the the boy that you know she was currently dating, and so he just, I think at that point he just kind of thought, oh, we're all friends, like, you just need somebody to talk yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I'm friends.
1: Hold on, you say that. That's gross.
2: <laughs> um, so, if you're both, if you're friends with both, you know, both parties, you're like, you're there for both of them. But at this
1: point, I'm yeah. friends with everybody. Like, like my mom said, me and my brother are likable people, like, I was friends with I didn't have an issue with anyone,
0: absolutely. yeah, and you were trying to be friendly and, and be an ear
1: to lean on yeah. I'm sure mm-hmm. 100%. um
2: but there definitely became there definitely became a like
1: animosity point towards me and like
2: which was unfortunate because I think now you know they've we've worked through all this and yeah, we love absolutely you. So, love, love, you, love them so much
1: I love you say so I think
0: in that moment you had to, I'm sure as a mother, you had to realize that there were some flags. If you had noticed before, then there had to be flags that about this industry, about this culture, this space. What were some of those? What were your initial thoughts in that moment? Of you know.
2: Well, one of the things that I did notice um, with with that particular situation is I noticed that you know Daniel had to have a boyfriend and that they were always together, and I you know I did think twice about some of these things, and you know I feel like. They're publicly acknowledging this relationship. As an adult, we know that these relationships are likely not going to last forever. Like, right. Let's be honest. Right. Um, and if they do, wonderful. I'm not here to destroy somebody, and I'm not here to tell somebody, you know, who you can love. It's just, just statistically, you probably aren't going to marry this person, spend sure. the rest of your <laughs> life with them. So I thought, gosh, you know. I thought that was strange and then i thought i didn't see Danielle ever with a lot of friends um and again this,
0: which probably seems strange
2: it did because i mean when i was growing up i was always with my girlfriends um and you know when i have all brothers i have guy friends too but i was always with my friends and she was always with her boyfriend at the time
0: and you would think someone with 15 million followers or however many at this point uh and you know, living in LA with the hit song probably would be out with their friends, especially young, not committed to a relationship that's right. not mature. Yeah. Correct.
2: And so I did notice there were some things that I noticed, but again, I was kind of on the outside because they were just friends. And I, you know, we didn't see Seth as much anymore either. Yeah. Seth was always really great, and he was one of the driving forces behind my children, really. Um,
1: jumping, into social me- like, jumping
2: into social media like and introducing. Us out and
1: yeah, I'm like introducing people and stuff.
2: As a matter of fact, the party that he was talking about um, with uh, Cameron Boyce, they were actually at Six Flags that day, and Seb came out and said, "Hey, Katie," because I sat in the parking lot where they went to <laughs> um, Six Flags. I said, "He said, can you know they go to this party? It's going to be really good for them." I said, "Sure." How are you getting there? He said he was gonna Uber. I said, I'm driving you. Like we don't do Ubers, I'm driving you kind of thing. So he really was a great friend and he was a driving force behind my boys kind of networking in that circle. Right, yeah. So then when their relationship came to an end, I noticed Danielle, um
1: I got a call when they Yeah from Danielle. Yes. From oh oh no no no. Let me refresh it. I got a call from what is this what is the kid's name that you sold in her same building she also had like a little thing with him uh see see he's on a show now
2: oh case case, case walker, walker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah i got a call from case and it was danny and i was like from fuck? his number from his you know, you oh, yeah, yeah. snapchat oh yeah yeah so it was like her and she was like i was like why are you calling me on the, like you have me on snapchat and she was like, I just broke up with Seb. Um, she's like, "She's like, um, teach me how to play Fortnite, all this stuff, like obviously being flirty. And um, she had like ended up snapping me her number and we FaceTimed and played, played Fortnite. This was the day they broke up. Obviously, I'm friends, at this point, I'm friends with both Danny and Seb. And you're trying so to be friendly. And so I'm just like, that maybe this
0: will
2: blow off, you know, yeah. blow over and they'll get back together, you know, or yeah. maybe they're just having an issue.
1: Yeah. And, um, and
2: that's what I, I just thought they were um, friends.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, we played Fortnite and then she ended up asking me to like hang out. Like she hit me up like the next day and she was like, let's hang out. And I was like, Okay, I I forget what we were doing, but we ended up going to her apartment, and holy fuck, it was a mess, and it smelled like cat shit.
0: <laughs> well, how did we you have... meet Danielle? Like, let's fast forward in time. How did you, I guess, not meet Danielle, but let's fast forward into how did you start dating Danielle? You had this this conversation. You guys started uh, yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. They broke up.
1: I hung, we I went to her place like the same week basically that they broke up. Jen we called started, me. Yeah, we started. Jen handling.
0: called you.
2: She called me, yeah, and she, she said she... that they were moving. Yeah, and they were moving from the apartment. Were you guys,
1: you and Jen, friends at this time? Yeah. Not at all. Well, you guys, not friends, but like they knew each other. Had have had a few conversations from just like moms in the Be, industry. Well, because yeah, a, a, a Sebastian's at this point, at this point, friend. we're still like me and Danny are still friends. Okay, and so, um, so it was just always she so get like, a call from a, a fellow mother. Right, um, yeah.
2: but it was always a high and by, So this was actually uh, this was actually a different call. This was a strange call because she was a lot more friendly. Mm, yeah, um, and I was like, okay, um, and I've clearly. She wanted Mikey over. They said that they were moving. Yeah. They were in an apartment across the street from um, Universal. And they were moving into a home. And they needed some help. And yeah. if you know anything about the Tua's, all you have to do is use that magical word, that magi- that magical word um, which is help. And we're like, and we all activate.
0: Good people tend to help others. Yes.
2: So we're, I'm like, okay, boys, what we're going to do, we're going to go over there. And we went over to her apartment. And I'll, she ordered pizza. Mm-hmm. Because I wouldn't even drink um, water (laughs) if you paid me from that place. (laughs) Just keeping it real.
0: I mean, been there, done that. Me and Carlos literally went and bought bottles of water. I was like, I'm not doing that.
2: I mean, honestly, I wouldn't even, even if it was a sealed bottle of water in the refrigerator, I just, I couldn't.
0: Oh, I had to get fresh ones. Yes. I'm not getting it from the house.
2: Yes, no, I just, I'm, no.
0: But anyways, you get a call.
2: But I, thought, I did wrap it up to the fact that I thought that they were moving. And I told and we had that conversation. I'm sure they're moving. Things are just scattered. We're helping them. We're going to move. Help them move. And we did. Harry Tang helped. Um, Rose. You, Rose, Connor Shane's mom, um, who was really close with her at the time. She helped. And we all just kind of, we helped. She
1: was also like Jen's assistant. Oh really?
2: At the, at that point yeah. she was moving into that role. They were really good friends and she um,
1: Not Danny's assistant, Jen's. Jen's assistant.
2: Correct. Right. And so we were over at the new maid, animated,
1: ha- animated, she was amazing. Oh, I'm as well. sure. Oh. Well, do they do a good job?
0: Uh.
2: <laughs> I mean, I just felt bad for Rose. Um so we go to the new house and we are unwrapping whatever of the boxes and the kids had said to us, mind you, uh, the one thing that my husband and I talked about when we came out to L.A. is that our children will never be in a car with somebody
0: else driving. Yeah. I mean, even little, my mom and dad were like that. Yeah.
2: And, and I'm like, he's like, that's why you're there, you know. And, 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 and I agreed with him. I didn't want that.
1: Yeah. Um, so basically, we ended up taking Jen's car. Um, not we. Uh, Danny Cano. This kid named Math Matthew? Max. Max. Maxo max and chad um hopped in the car because danny said that her mom said for us to go get chick-fil-a
2: <clears throat> which i was told which, that they were just going down the street to get mcdonald's because when i had asked about why can't we just order pizza where i was told that we had just done that yeah um, earlier in the day because we we were there like all day moving and right, right, right. they had gone to Kia, we were like assembling things it was like everybody was working very hard time
1: for a meal yes yeah, so We ended up going um we got in a huge car accident. Um going like probably eighty miles per hour on a regular street.
2: Clearly not where they were said that they were supposed to be. Yeah,
1: we were on Hollywood uh Santa Monica Boulevard, but like right there by Hollywood Boulevard. And who was driving? Cono. 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 And I Cono Cono. Correct. At
2: this point I had never really met Cono um or Maxo. They were new. I was, yeah, they
1: were, like, coming over and, like, going live on, like, some
2: app. The, yeah, but, but they were, y- yes, like but that, they were yeah. supposed to be helping again, assisting with um, putting things together. Right. And, again, not my house. We were just there to help. And I'll never forget, Jen was about this, the, about this far away from me. And she picked up the phone because they called her. And Kano was like, <sighs> Jen, we just, and I could hear Kano even though um, she was on the phone with them, we'd just been in an accident, and she said, "You're joking." And, and he's like, "No, Jen, I'm actually serious." Um, my heart sank at that I'm point. I'm sure um, JoJo hadn't was not in the car.
1: Yeah, I called my brother. I basically so basically what happened is we got into the car accident. And everyone was knocked out. Oh my I was God. the only I was the only one like, like unconscious. unconscious. Yeah. What, the car was I was the, I was the only one conscious. Um,
0: Did you sustain any
1: any injuries? There <sighs> were
2: so many injuries in Yeah his,
1: I'd, I'd hit my head, I had a piece of glass like this big in my chin. Oh my God um, and I'm sure your heart was racing, my back was just fucked up. Um,
2: it was and Max mm-hmm. so when we got there he was so I, so i I hear this, and I say, get in the car now in my car. Oh, Harry Tang everybody. We rushed to the scene of the accident. I mean, I'm sick. I'm with worry. Things are going through my head. Oh my gosh, my judgment my as a parent. Crying. What's wrong with me? Um, you know, I here I was told they were just going to McDonald's. At this time I'm still yeah.
1: 15, too. Right,
2: right. He's a, he's a little, he, he, like he he was yeah, he was still a little boy. But here's the thing. And this is this is what started This is where it begins. This is what starts the manipulation.
0: I'm sure Jen was frazzled too. Oh my gosh,
2: absolutely. And from one mom to another, all I cared about is just that all the kids were taken care of and that they were getting checked out. We go up to give her medical information. So this is where it begins. They ask courage. Yeah,
0: hmm, okay. And the answer?
2: And the answer was, that moment always sticks in my mind because people are like, Katie, how could you have not noticed? You know, you meet people all over and they're like, you know, as a mom, you should have been able to notice these things. And you know, people Should've always want to blame someone, right. right? And it's fine, um, but I'm like, If you had been in some of the circum like in the situations that I had been in with this family, you would have believed it too, because no mom would ever put their child in harm's way.
0: Right, right.
2: And for this particular injury, giving her proper age was necessary. Was absolutely necessary to her healing.